But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys. Fatty, Fatty, Big Bride, Big Bride, and my cousin Vinny, and my cousin Vinny. What's going on, everybody? I am that fat guy, Jared Fatty Bates, and I am doing solo right now until I get uh, Big Brian here with me. But welcome into Illegal Hand of the Face. I want to thank everybody for watching. Also, uh, guess what, guys? We are now live on Twitch. So our Twitch channel is up and going. So if you guys are catching us there, please like and subscribe to that. But as for today, we are going to get into here a little bit later today. We're going to get into the uh, Browns news with them signing Josh Rosen. A uh, little bit of Deshaun news, which we're still waiting on something to happen. Uh, we're going to get into the Madden ratings that the uh, Browns had and some other things. And then we are going to finally get into our Fat Boy Tuesday. Well, we have another sports topic if we get to it. But then we're going to get into our uh, Fat Boy Tuesday which is what food is better cooked at home than at a restaurant. And then we are finally going to finish it up with our top three sports TV shows. So if you guys got any shows here later on, chime them in here when we get ready to do our top three at the end. But our show is always brought to you by Harold Keel and the Lake Erie APA Pool League. If you guys want to join a pool league and have a great time, please join us at Lake Erie APA. Get a hold of us here at Illegal Ham to the Face at IllegalHamToTheFace at gmail.com or get a hold of Harold Kiel or Lake Erie APA on Facebook and we will get everybody set up. Uh, Harold is paying for membership fees for new players coming in, at least a few of you. And uh, he's also, you know, if you need a team, we will find you a team to play on. So if you guys want to come play, have a good time. We will get there and let's see, your food cooked to- Home pasta, meatballs. Well, there it is. Hype Man Paulie's here. So, and his he's got a twitch to it, Hype Man Paulie. So, if you guys want to go check on him, please do. But other than that, we have a great show here later on. I'll get Brian here here in about he's running late from work, so I should get him here in about 10 minutes. But uh everybody that's in the comments and everything, you know, we kind of threw out, you know. Is everybody kind of tired of waiting for this Deshaun Watson news to finally drop? I mean, I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen. I mean, people predict, and, you know, we've tried to do it on here, too. Nobody really knows. But, you know, we're going to get into some shout-outs here real quick. I got a shout-out. My baby sister, who is going, you know, through the healing process and doing good, got a congratulations shout-out today for my niece, Allie, is preggers with a new baby on the way she's eight weeks now uh i keep praying that it's twins or uh 
triplets or quadruplets just because I'm pretty sure I had twins because of her. And then uh, got a shout out the man, Ken Carmen. If you guys did not watch last episode, uh, we had Ken Carmen from 923 The Fan and the Cleveland Browns Radio Network and Fox 8 Sports and the emerging podcast scene. And he's just everywhere. Friday night, light, touchdown. He's just everywhere. He was absolutely amazing for us. Um, he's just he's just one of a kind. Like, and for him, like we were thinking that we were only gonna get like you know 30 minutes of his time, maybe 20 minutes. For him to stay on our show for over an hour and talk some of the nonsense that we talked about, I couldn't thank him enough. And you know, he got back to the studio today. I sent well wishes and prayers and everything else because his wife was sick. But, you know, I couldn't thank him enough for what happened when he came on. We had so much fun. Um, and hype man, Paul is shouting out all of us here to legal hand to the face. And Justin, I know it was kind of a little snag foo right at the last second. That's why I kind of pushed it to 615. But it's okay. I know you would hop on. I appreciate it. Um, but, you know, do you guys, uh, let's see here. We got six people watching you know can i get a thumbs up in the comments if we want to go over the snub of the madden ratings for your cleveland browns team because your team did not do very well uh overall let me bring up over here i got it on my phone give me one second uh let's see here top 10 teams in madden right now number one is tampa bay buccaneers at 92 overall, followed by the Bills at 89, the Rams at 88, Packers 88, Ravens at 87, <clears throat> Chargers at 87, Cowboys at 86, Chiefs at 86, 49ers at 86, and the Eagles slash Bengals at 85. I think they have your Browns at around 83 or 84 right in behind there. But for them not to be in the top 10, especially with this defense, and they got their defense ranked so low. It's unreal how low they got this defense ranked. It's ranked at 80. But, you know, Bryce wanted to do this because we both play Madden. We both talk crap to each other. And, you know, we've actually played each other a few times, and then somebody gets upset and throws a remote, and then we can't play anymore. But, you know, that's what happens when you get friends that play competitively. And, and you know something? That was the thing. Okay, Justin, we're going to get into this, okay? And I'm going to get into this because I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm allowed to. Everybody says that Brady is 3-0 on the years that JoJo J-Lo gets married. Okay, that first one, I believe, was 1997 Michigan team. Now, I threw it out there because the people in ESPN 850 that brought it up, I threw it out there. They were co-champs that year. Co-champs with Nebraska. So I don't think it counts uh, him winning a you know championship again this year because it was co-champs. So he's only 2-0 and on those. And, oh, boy, did Julio sign with Tampa Bay today? Of course he did. I bet you it's for like $3 million and some change. Thank you, Chris, for showing that to me. I didn't see that happen. Way to go, Browns. You dropped the ball on that one. But the other questions that have been brought up with Cleveland over the days is we've had USA Today uh, chime in with their two cents saying that the Browns record this year is 6-11. and 11. 
Um, if that's the Browns record this year, uh, I'm guessing that's without Deshaun Watson for the whole year. Um, you know, I can't see them losing more than eight this year, even with, you know, Jacoby being the backup coming in. I think it'll be fine. And yes, Chris, I will see you Sunday, bro. I love you. Um, but you know, with Jacoby and everybody else, we signed Rosen, you know, bringing all this stuff up and it's just like, you watch it, you see it. And it's like, how can they be six and 11? Somebody put them there. And, you know, the only reason I can think is if Deshaun's out for a whole year and I don't think that will be it, but well, and yes, I know you say, everybody says six wins. I don't understand why the team talents there. The offense is still there. You had a pretty much crippled quarterback and they won eight games last year. I mean, if you get somebody that's just adequate, they should at least win nine to 10 games. You'd think, right? I mean, you know, this is a lot easier when somebody else is talking too, because the uh, throat gets parched. But, um, you know, I, with this team and the way it's set and way it's designed, it's got to do better. You know, they brought up today, one of the questions that was brought up today is, um, you know, is this on Stefanski if they go six and 11 or whatever the hell it is? And I'm like, you can't, it's either Stefanski or the front office. And I, I would blame the front office because they knew this is what was going to happen. You can't really blame Stefanski for not having his number one overall quarterback. And, you know, I want to see Watson if he hasn't played in how long. It's almost been two years since he's played. So, uh, did he play in preseason last year with Houston that I'm kind of missing? I think he might have. But, you know, we'll see him for preseason. Then we'll figure out what's going on with his suspension. Everybody kind of thought some kind of news was going down today. I mean, everybody's still checking their phones. And I've been doing it all day, too, to see if there's anything that's dropped. And nothing has yet. I mean, we haven't even got a glimmer of hope of what's going on. And you got all these other people. Yeah, when he's in camp, he's looking great. You know, we're doing great. I don't know. It just sucks right now as Browns fans because we are right on the fence of, well, is this going to be a good season or do we just mail it in and just pray to God we limp into the playoffs or something of that nature as Browns fans? Because you, you can't you can't predict this team to go to the playoffs without Deshaun. And also, you can't really predict it going with Deshaun because he, he hasn't played in two years, just like Justin said here. You know, we haven't seen him. Now, granted, we had Ken on last week that said, you know, seeing people in person, you know, lets you know, like, you know, for all these years, we thought we had a good quarterback and then you actually see a good quarterback. You're like, well, what was I looking at from what everybody's saying? He looks amazing, but you know, looks are looks. I mean, we got to see him on the field at some point in time. And I understand that this is a very delicate matter that's going on with the NFL, with Sue Robinson, with the Browns, with everything else. It is a uncomfortable decision that's about to be made. And it's not the fact that he was guilty or he's not guilty and all this other stuff. Yes, there's accusations. Something happened. We don't know. We aren't there. We're just speculating as we speculate all the time. But you sit there and you watch it and it's like you can't look at it the same way that other people look at it. Like, most people like, you know, Bri brought it up to me, you know, we're look. I'm looking at it as a common man of, well, you know, I would be fired. 
I can't look at it that way because that's not the way the NFL plays. Um, you know, you figured somebody would stand up, but you know, when you've got billions of dollars on the line, nobody's going to say anything and it's just going to be what it is. And that's fine. I get that. I'm not still not going to root for my Browns though, because I've been rooting for Browns since um, they sucked right at the beginning, especially in my fandom of 1999. Like I haven't seen a great Browns team. I've seen good ones. I've seen ones make it to the playoffs, but most of us Browns fans for the past 27 year, whatever it is now, we've been seeing a shit show. All we want to do is see something good. And we got a glimmer of hope. It was like a little star twinkling out there. We had a Baker Mayfield. We had a really good team. We went to the playoffs. We beat Pittsburgh. We're just not there yet. We're on the plateau. We need to take two more steps up. And yes, it's what have you done for me lately, League? Yes, and I get that, especially after seeing uh, videos of Antonio Brown and then hearing Chris Carson retired today. That's another big one that hit. You know, only 27 years old and retiring because of a neck injury. You know, you got everything going on, and Brad's sharing a treat with me. Oh, training camp stuff tonight at 7. Well, as soon as we're done here, go check out Brad Ward at All Eyes on Cleveland. I guess he's doing training camp previews tonight, which he's actually really good at what he does. I love Brad like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Brad and I butt heads on a lot of things, and I just laugh at it because I don't take it serious because everybody has their opinions. I'm not going to bash somebody for their opinion, and I hope somebody doesn't bash me for my opinion. You can make fun of me all you want to. I don't care. That's how I believe. That's why we created this show, Illegal Ham, so we could have some fun and actually just kind of vent being fans of Cleveland. So we could talk about the things that we, you know, most people don't talk about when you're in Cleveland. Like, you know, the stuff behind the scenes that people don't know about training camp and what goes on there or Guardians baseball and who's hurt, who's not hurt. Like, you know, we had the MVP all-star of the Guardians and, you know, Jose's still killing it, but we still got, Framil, the trade deadline's coming up. We got so much stuff going on here in Cleveland with Indians with Cavs and their supposed bad deal towards Colin Sexton. Um, yes, Colin Sexton, it looks like a bad deal. I, I Don't get me wrong. I know it does. But, you know, for this city and the way it's going, we do revolve around our Browns. And combat basketball yes you could definitely make fun of my skills at land beer combat basketball because justin you kicked my ass multiple times in that game thank you for bringing that one up but this city goes with this cleveland browns team and right now and i i put out this on twitter yesterday it's been 127 days of not knowing if our quarterback one deshaun watson is going to take a snap for the Cleveland Browns this year. We don't know. And it's hard, so hard because we don't know. Because you're sitting there, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You see how good this team can be. And you just can't get there. Justin, I don't want to talk about it with the scrubs. We're not talking. That was your game. You cheated on that game, by the way. we're just. I'm just going to throw that out there. How about that? And by the way, if you want to see Justin's YouTube channel, I suggest you do because uh, he reads children's books 
and they are very, very good children's books that have an adult theme that they shouldn't have. I think the last one he read was um, Spanky the Monkey Lends a Helping Hand or something of that nature. And you just you just got to read them because I'm telling you what, they are something like I Justin Jocelyn watches you now. So I'm just letting you know because I told her to look you up and start watching the videos. She's watching now. She peed her pants. So you got to keep finding these gems that you find because they're absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> uh, when Brian gets on here, we will do our trivia. We will go through the show. Uh, this is kind of like a little fatties on fire kind of thing we're doing right now because I'm kind of drawing out time till I see his big old melon pop in down below. But, um, you know, with this Deshaun Watson, you know, you just, it's got to end. It's got to end at some point. It's got to end. It's got to end soon because training camp's going up. You know, we got to prepare for, you know, week one against um, Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield. And you know something? That kid is going to be fired up and pissed off week one. But you got to figure out what's going on. I I don't know how they're going to do it at training camp. Um, I got a couple guests lined up here to talk some Browns with us here later on. But, you know, what do you do? Do you split reps with Deshaun and uh, Jacoby so that they both have team one reps? Do you just give it all to Jacoby just saying that you know that Deshaun's going to be suspended? Do you give it all to Deshaun so he doesn't lose his edge? But also, like Justin said, it's been over a year since he's actually had live action, not training camp, not practice, live bullets coming at him. And you don't know how he's going to do. I mean, is the rust going to be there? Is the rust going to be knocked off? We don't know. Um, it's just hard to predict this Browns team this year. Not the talent wise, they should make it in the playoffs. I know the AFC is loaded. I understand that. I mean, you got a lot of great teams, a lot of great quarterbacks in this AFC, but you have a two-headed monster running back. You have one of the best offensive, well, at least one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. You have a 99 overall Madden ranking for Miles Garrett. And the back end of this secondary is playmakers. But he is here, folks, and it's right on time. Let me bring in my big bra. Hey, man. What's going on, big fella? Living the dream. Yeah, how was work? Uh, long. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, so, by the way, you don't know this yet. We are streaming live on Twitch now. Oh, look at us. Not only you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. You can catch us on our Twitch channel at Illegal Ham to the Face. Please wow. like Yeah, I know. And I kind of... I went down through the rundown and I gave shout outs to Ken Carmen and everybody that was, and how awesome was Ken Carmen last week, Brian? I mean, oh, it was a blast. It was, I mean, we could have talked to him for three, four hours and it still would have been enough. He was so amazing. And I can't thank him enough for coming on. He actually did message us back, said that he'd love to come back on after the Brown season's over with, or if, during the if we can get him, but yeah. he said he loved it, had a blast and he's trying to get a hold of our movies. He can't, you can find my movie, but it's hard to watch my movie because 
it's one of those rare ones that it's like a cult classic that's hard to find. Well, you can't like you can't you can't find it anywhere. You can't find it like on a movie store or nowhere. I, you can find it on a movie store, but I mean, it's a lot of money to get. It's not like it's. Uh, and Brian looks better last week with the lights. Hey, come on now. Who was that? Justin, he's taking shots already. I'm not wearing a hat, so maybe that's what he's getting at. I didn't well, do my hair up for you. Well, you don't need to do your hair. Your hair's perfect. All right, so let's mm-hmm. get your shout outs All right, real quick. How was the golf outing, bud? It was fun. It was great. I'll uh, We can maybe elaborate more on it last uh, next week. But, yeah, the golf outing huge success. I think maybe we raised more money than we have any other year. So that is that's amazing. All right, now let everybody know where to donate their money if they want to donate. If you want to donate to the Multiple Myeloma Research Foundation, you can go to the MMRF.com uh, or just Google it. Um, or, you know, like I said last week, if there's something that you've been putting off, that there's a charity that's close to you, uh, yeah, go donate. Every little bit counts. Uh, Justin said the bald way is the way to go. I w- I've been bald. I've shaved my head a couple times in my lifetime. It's been, been about while. 20, 15 years, maybe. Yeah, well, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Brian, do you want to do trivia a little bit later? I have one if you want. It's up to you. It doesn't matter. Well, let's let's do it a little bit later because I, I was doing Brown's talk before you came in. And mm-hmm. we were talking about the de- decision on Deshaun Watson hasn't come yet. And we've had like USA Today came out and said the Browns, you know, they project the Browns at six and 11. Um, you've had multiple reports. I mean, we signed Josh Rosen. Um, you've had everybody try to guess what the suspension is going to be. Um, you got training camp starting tomorrow. I think everybody's supposed to report today and they start training camp tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how are your feelings about let's, let's first, um, go with the uh, 6 and 11 from USA Today. I mean, how do you feel when you hear that number? I would love to get those odds. I mean, tell me where I can sign up for that. There's no chance of that. The Browns are way too good a team. They went, what were they last year? 8 and 9? Or 9 yes. and 8 with nine and eight with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback? And it hurt Baker Mayfield at that? So, I'll take my chances. I mean, as long as our core guys can stay healthy, it's not that difficult of a schedule. No. Well, the first few games aren't that difficult. When you start getting meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. The second month, October, will be tough. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, every team has a somewhat tough schedule. So, not like it's a uh, a gauntlet every single week where we got to be ready and play our best. Yeah, I, I, I think we should hopefully get six wins by Thanksgiving. I would hope so. The other thing that was brought up, and, you know, Justin brought it up earlier, he said he tried to grow out his hair once, and it came in looking like a Chia pet. It could look worse than that. It could. It very well could. <laughs> I've seen worse. Um, this whole notion of Deshaun starting. Now, Brian, are you concerned? Because he hasn't – I told these guys, we still don't know because he hasn't taken live bullets, and it feels like two years. Like, he has not seriously taken a live snap in an NFL game and over a year, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, are you worried at all about that? Because guess what? It's not practice. Like practice, everybody's like, oh, he looks great. I mean, are you concerned that a couple years off or a year off kind of 
you know, slowed him down a little bit or he knocked the rust off trying to figure stuff out. I mean, cause he didn't even practice with the Houston Texans from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what are we truly expecting from Deshaun Watson? Like, yeah, he's here, he's working, but I mean, is he going to be the pass Deshaun Watson that we saw before with the 4,000 plus yards passing? Or is he going to be kind of a mediocre, you know, just kind of in the middle trying to find his way for a little bit until he gets his feet back underneath him? I expect him to be the Deshaun Watson of old. I think the Browns do based on what they gave up, based on the money they gave him. I don't see why he couldn't. It doesn't concern me a whole lot that uh that he hasn't played in like a year and a half. Um, guys miss entire seasons. It's, Every single year, especially not especially, but there are always a couple quarterbacks that, uh, you know, will tear an ACL or something and be out for the year. So this is basically I view this kind of the same way. He's just instead of uh, instead of not playing because he was on IR, he's just not playing because his off the field stuff. So it's almost better because he's not rehabbing. He's not coming back from an injury. You know, they always say that it takes at least the next season before you start getting comfortable, especially quarterbacks stepping up in the pocket with guys all around you. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect him to be the Sean Watson of uh, the 2020 Houston Texans. And by the way, if you go back and look at the numbers, I didn't even realize he led the league in completion percentage. I mean, that blew my mind. I know he had like 4,800 yards. But, um, yeah, look look at the receivers he was throwing to. So, I mean, sky's the limit for him. I think people are very underestimating him because subconsciously, you know, we think he's just a bad guy and um, and he hasn't played in X amount of days. And, I mean, me, I know, I'm not saying start him in your fantasy league the very first time he takes the field. It's going to take him some games to uh, – to get acclimated to the speed again, game speed. But, uh, yeah, I expect him to be the Deshaun Watson of old. So, no, whether – Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, uh, you you brought up, you know, he led the league in yards and all this other stuff. He played great. But that was on a, like a 4-12 and Houston Texan team, right? Right, which we have now, a much better team around him than the Houston that, Texans. Could that be a lot of garbage at the end? Because that's what everybody says about Matt Ryan. Sure. Absolutely, it could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a surefire 5,000-yard passer or anything, or or you can chalk him up for leading the league in passing. But, I mean, he deserves to be in the conversation for the top five. Um, I feel pretty comfortable putting him in the top ten quarterbacks right now. But people are just kind of sleeping on him because 100% of the attention is going to the off-the-field stuff. So, you know, hopefully he's got that fire burning in his belly and he wants to prove everybody wrong and, uh, you know, he takes it out on opposing defenses. Time will tell about that. But, yeah, I expect him in this offense with this running game, with this offensive line, you know, Amari Cooper's better than anybody he had in 2020. Maybe not as good as Nuke Hopkins, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that – and I think the Browns are hoping that Najoku takes that next step. That's why they gave him such a huge contract. And, you know, guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, uh, can really pop in this offense if uh, if they're taking those first two options away. And let's hope that happens. I mean, they had um, another thing that I'd 
were you out driving around today? Did you listen to uh, the uh, fan at all today? Uh, this morning, I caught a couple segments. Okay, well, they were talking about Anthony Schwartz and the uh, the broken shoulder that actually happened and the pick and everything else about his, his role in it. And he was just shocked that the ball was coming to him, but he's just like, he goes, yeah, I kind of slowed down, but the ball wasn't supposed to go to me. And then next thing I know, it's right there. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's kind of on you because you're supposed to be running the route, right? Like, I, I don't under anyways, but just hearing that talk with the, are you concerned about Stefanski, you know, getting control of his players? Because, I mean, he had a headbutting session last year with Baker Mayfield that we found out about. Um, you know, you had wide receivers calling out their quarterbacks. You've had injuries everywhere. You have people quitting on certain plays. I, are you concerned about Stefanski this year and how he can handle this team going forward, especially with a suspension looming? Uh, I am not. No. And you know, a lot of people will probably call me Baker hater, but I think Baker Mayfield had a lot to do with the Browns issues. He wasn't 100% of the problem. But, you know, if wide receivers aren't happy because they're not getting the ball, they look to the quarterback. If if the play callers aren't happy because the plays aren't being um, executed as well as they wanted to, they look to the quarterback. And, you know, Baker doesn't seem like a guy who uh, who's just going to take that sitting down. So I'm sure there are some head-butting going on in that locker room, and we've kind of heard some rumblings of it uh, lately. Now, I'm not saying Deshaun Watson is going to be perfect angel and he's not going to butt heads with anybody. I mean, time will tell with that, but I think uh, I think it was just time for a change, and I'm excited to see, uh, see what the next step is and see how this group can mesh and mold um, together and create that chemistry. Speaking of next steps, there was a next step that just happened for the Cleveland Browns. We signed another quarterback. We signed another 2018 quarterback, Josh Rosen, to the roster. I don't know what they signed him for. I don't know the whole deal, but they brought in A.J. McCarron, too. And I started laughing when I heard, yes, they brought in McCarron and Rosen. I'm like, did somebody not fax him that he's not supposed to come? (laughs) Brown. (laughs) Anyways. Greatest um, move. I know the greatest thing that ever happened to the Cleveland Browns. I am being dead serious, Brian. A second round pick for AJ McCarron. Second and a third, I think. Was it second and third? Yeah, can you believe that? God, Hugh Jackson's off his rocker. No wonder Ken didn't want to talk about him last week. <laughs> so, Brian, what do you how do you feel about Josh Rosen joining the uh, Cleveland Browns? And hold on, not only joining the Cleveland Browns, also wearing number 19. Yeah, it seems like somebody should have stepped in and prevented that from happening. Um, you know, maybe they were asleep at the wheel with uh, with a bunch of other stuff going on there. But um, as far as Rosen goes, I, I don't get too worked up about it. Um, I see him as a young kid who still has a lot of potential and people thought he was going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league what, four years ago. Um, so this is just kind of beat me. What's that? Like it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be Baker, Darnold and Rosen. They were all supposed right. to be right there in that group. And yep. then, you know, 
look at Lamar. I, I yeah. mean, crazy, right? Yeah. I, I, for me, it just kind of it speaks to the fact that they weren't happy with uh, Josh Dobbs and they weren't comfortable with Dobbs being the backup and being one play away from uh, maybe having to play for a couple games for them. So they're trying other options out. I think if if they're not happy with Rosen and uh, the progress he's making, don't be surprised if, you know, let's say knock on wood, hopefully it doesn't happen, but Jacoby Brissett goes down in a game or in practice or something. Don't be surprised if they bring in a guy off the streets and he's starting a game for the Browns a couple of days later because uh, because they're not happy with either Dobbs or Rosen. So, I mean, it's a headline grabber at this time because it's kind of a big name. It's a, game, a name we all know. It's a, a guy who's flamed out in a couple different spots, but I don't think like we're married to Josh Rosen or anything yeah. like that. I think yeah. uh, I don't think he flamed out, Bry. I don't think it was a flame out. I think it's just where he went to Arizona, changing coaches. One year Arizona, changing coaches. You know, Kyler Murray was coming next. Like, I don't think he got a great deal out of everything that's happened to him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's been in the right spots. Is what I'm saying. Like, I don't, <laughs> kind of like Mitch. You know, Mitch leads the Bears to the playoffs. And everybody thinks he's a horrible quarterback, but also look at his coach at that point in time. Kind of think that Mitch had a raw deal. He went to learn under Josh Allen last year, see how an actual you know team is run, and now he's with the Steel. Like, I think some of these guys, people are still giving a chance because the talent's there, just to make sure that it wasn't the organization. You know what I mean? Like, you know, looking at Tannehill did okay at Miami, but it wasn't great where they draft him. Then he goes to Tennessee, lights it up. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's trying to find that lightning in the bottle, especially as a backup. I mean, how do you feel about that? Absolutely. 100% agree with you. I mean, it's it's low risk, high reward. If he's uh, not what you hope him to be and he's just a terrible player, then you cut him and, uh, you know, you don't lose a whole lot. So why not take a chance on a guy like that who, like you said, has tremendous talent and, uh, you know, it wasn't long ago that people were very high on him as a starter in this league. So bring him in. But, uh, you know, hes I don't want to say he's just a camp arm because he does have the opportunity here to prove himself and at least, at the very least, beat out Josh Dobbs as your backup. But, um, yeah, don't be surprised if, if he has to be put into that starting role and the Browns say, we're not comfortable with that. We're going to go a different direction. I mean, even bringing in somebody like uh, Nick Mullins, who started a game for you last year yeah. and in a very tough situation. Um, you know, I don't know if he's caught on with another team, but he has starting experience. Isn't he and, playing uh, in the um, – oh, Jesus. USFL? That beats me. I know nothing about him. So. I think he was. I'm a little surprised the Browns didn't uh, bring him back. You know, I, I would have been comfortable with him as your third string guy again because he didn't crap the bed um, last year. He gave you a chance to win in a difficult environment um, and just being thrusted into that, what was it, Tuesday night um, primetime game. Yeah. And he played pretty well. So, I, I, you know, depending on where he's at, if he wants to be with the Browns, I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to get him back here. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he did great when he filled in, too. It wasn't like it was perfect, but. I was a fan. I thought he was pretty good. All right, Bri, let's put it this way. 
we're Browns fans. We're always fans of the backup quarterback. I mean, I just Most popular guy in town. He definitely is. He, I tell you what, that guy will not buy a drink in the town throughout the entire time. <laughs> just wait, buddy. Your turn's next. Here you go. All right. So we also got to talk about uh, training camp starting. Everybody showed up. We're getting ready to go. Um, the reason why I brought up training camp, right? I mean, we still are undecided about Deshaun Watson. Um, how do you think they will go through with the quarterback and how that's kind of deemed out? Because you got to get Jacoby Percet ready. Uh, you just have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he taking all the number one snaps? I mean, are they going to go 50 50 on it? You know, I, I mean, you got to get ready for the season. And, you know, knowing. I speculating that it's going to be certain amount of games speculating. He is going to get suspended. Do you just start out right at the gate with Jacoby, giving them all the number one reps, getting them used to it because you can't mess up these first four games of the season. You can't mess up the first quarter because if you mess up that first quarter of the season, you're screwed. No matter if he comes back in week eight or not, or whatever it is. You can't mess up the first four games of the season because it's time has shown. You go zero and two, one and three. It's hard to come back from that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know uh, what the split looks like um, to start out, but by the end of the camp, you know, Jacoby Brissett has to be taking one hundred percent of your snaps. So, whether he's taking sixty or seventy percent now, and Deshaun's taking a couple. Um, I don't think that really matters a whole lot. And honestly, I mean, I'm with you that I think it's ridiculous that they haven't come out with the length of the suspension yet because it just doesn't make sense. How long do you need to really, uh, you know, look over the facts? And I understand that the judge hasn't been on the case for a whole year, but um, but these allegations have been around for that long. So, you know, how much new information could be coming about to where you have to change your mind? But Excuse me. Uh, the Browns, I mean, their mindset doesn't really change. You know, you have to at least expect he's going to be suspended for four games for the yeah. first one. So does it really matter right now in August, in July, um, if he's suspended for four games or for eight games? Does that really change your, uh, you know, your preparation at this point at all? I don't think it really does. I think you know that you're starting the season with Jacoby Brissett. And, uh, you know, once you find out about Watson, then maybe you start mapping out a plan for when to start getting him ready um, to come back. But, yeah, it, it's a lot, much ado about nothing um, to me. It just it blows my mind that they haven't come up with a decision yet because I don't know what they're waiting on. I, I mean, maybe the NFL likes this. I mean, they say no publicity or bad publicity. <laughs> what's What's the saying that I'm trying to get? What is it? Bad news is always news. Is that what you're trying to say? Like there ain't no no such thing as bad publicity or something. Like yeah. as long as they're talking about you, you know, it's not a bad thing. So maybe this is the NFL's way to stay relevant. Um, because there's not a whole lot more going on in the league. Um other than this dish. I mean <clears throat> they led Sports Center and, you know, First Take and all these other shows with Deshaun Watson and you know, you see, I saw a video of him walking across the street yesterday. 
<laughs> you know, they're just gobbling up. They're they're just talking about him, you know, nonstop, and they're really not talking about anything at all. It just fills the airwaves. So maybe the media, maybe the NFL kind of likes it that uh that this is still going on. But I don't know. As Browns fan, I'm just ready for it to be done. I'm just ready to puke every time I hear about it. Now, so next week we will get into training camp and position battles and things that we like to would. We're going to pretty much go through position to position, if that's okay with you, Bri. Sure. And kind of where we're at and kind of look at everything. So mark that down for next week. We'll do yeah. our camp preview. Ooh. All right. But for right now, we got to have some fun. I'm just I'm done talking about the downer and everything else. Please. All right. Let's get in the Madden ratings. Madden ratings are out. All right. right. And we have a 99 club in our midst. Miles Garrett got the perfect 99 right out of the gate and guess who didn't get it <coughs> what <laughs> i've been telling you i've been telling you i mean he he, he is one move he's, he's a speed rusher and that's it well the thing that i didn't like you know what you have on here uh you know thoughts where the browns players are there's a yeah. lot of browns players there's one that i think is too high okay. and there's a lot that i think are too low so let's go I'm through with here. you uh, let's see. Who do I think is too? Okay, I got one guy. He's too high. Yep. Okay. Why don't you give me your too high guy? My too high guy is Amari Cooper. Um, I okay. think he's a ninety. Um, and like Jamar Chase is an eighty-seven, which I take wow. Jamar Chase over Amari Cooper at this point all day. Um, but he's just gonna have to prove it to me. I've never been a huge Amari Cooper fan. Uh, maybe because I've been burned by him a couple times in fantasy. Yeah. But uh, it seems like he'll have a great game, and then he'll disappear for a couple weeks. And I'm looking more for that consistency. I, I wouldn't consider him a top uh, 10 receiver in the league, but maybe put him on a team where he's a true number one with a great quarterback. Maybe he can become that. All right. You want to know my too high? Who's that? Kareem Hunt. Get out of here. I almost had him too low. No, no, no. Kareem Hunt at 86, I think it's too high. He was injured. He's been injured ever since he's been with the Browns. We haven't had a full Kareem Hunt to actually get, hey, hot take here, Bri. There's a lot of hens in the hen house right now. One of these guys might get traded, and I have a feeling it might be Kareem Hunt. We have too many backs in the running backs room, bud. And mm-hmm. I think they I think they like Dearnest on his option. And I think they could finish out Kareem for a bigger draft pick if they want to. That's just I, huh? I, I think I think it's going to be Dearness that the, that is the odd man out. I think they find a way to move on from him. They you might know, have a sports uh, beer bet or something. I always have a beer bet with you, buddy. Okay, so you think they get rid of Kareem? I think they get rid of Dearness. Yeah, Chubb is at ninety six, which is great. Denzel Ward at ninety. Cooper at 90, Betonio at 90, Wyatt Teller at 89. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, Dorsey finding that guy, riding the pine for the Bills and bringing him in here, jeez, what a great find that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Watson at 84, Bri. Right. <laughs> All right. Here's one of my two lows. Clowney, 82. Yep, agreed. With John him. Johnson, 82. You see, he was my two highs. <laughs> okay. I, I like him, but uh, I, I struggle to think of uh, 
too many big plays that he made last year. Like if you're telling me you got Clowney and John Johnson at the same uh, rating, I, I beg to differ. I think uh, John Johnson needs to prove it to me after signing that big deal last year and not really being a huge, tremendous playmaker for us. Here's another one that's too low, and I think it's just a little bit too low. JOK at 78. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little too low. Um, oh, wow, they saw Baker on here. He's at 77. Yeah, yeah. That's, too, that's too low for Baker. Mm-hmm. Grant Delpit at 76. I think that's too low. Cade York is 73. Chase, your boy's at a 73, buddy. Yeah. That's, that, I mean, there's room for improvement there. I think that's probably in the ballpark, at least. Maybe you can make a argument. It could be at 75 or 76, but I don't have a huge problem with that. I'm trying to find our boy here real quick. Hold on. You Martin Emerson. 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 Yeah. David Bell at 68. Keep scrolling. Oh, how... how Jordan Elliott at 68. Keep scrolling. Hubbard Phillips, Jerome Ford, Nick Harris, 67. Yeah, the Browns better hope wow. that he's better than 67. My goodness, you got third round and fourth round rookies that you think are better than him. So let's hope they're wrong about And I think they have another uh, center that's above him, too. Maybe the guy they got from um, Seattle. I forget his name, but. um. Who knows? Maybe maybe Nick Harris isn't the favorite to get the center position. Unreal. Johnny Stanton at a 62. He's a fullback, though, or tight end. James Hudson at a 61. Jeez. You're rough Charlie, that's it. They got Charlie Hewitt as a tight end at 54. That's it, red leg. Can't do it. That man has to go higher than a 54. Is that his guy? That's a long snapper. Is that Red Legs guy? Yes. 54. <laughs> you just said it right there. He's a long snapper. He's not a tight end. It doesn't end. matter. He's the best long snapper in the league. This, I can't do this. <laughs> I don't think they have ratings for uh, how well he can snap the ball 15 yards. So I got, I gave the uh, team ratings. All right. Oh, sorry about the hiccups right now. Um, I got the team ratings, and the Browns are not in the top 10. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you feel about that, Bri? I think it directly points to uh, the uncertainty of the quarterback position. If you tell me they have an 84 at a quarterback, which I think Baker was like an 82 or 84 last year. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you don't think he they're a top 10 team, but if, if Watson can be a 90 or a 92, then I think uh, quickly they move up the ranks to top seven, top 16. Um, but my, my biggest um, – Concern with the ratings was uh, Jack Conklin. People are sleeping. Even last year, he, his, uh, his rating wasn't that good. He was one of our best offensive linemen when he was healthy, and I know it's hard to remember that far back, but they have Wills ahead of Conklin, and I couldn't disagree more. I think Conklin's more on the, the level of uh, Teller and Batonio when he's healthy, so I'm excited to get him back. And I, I saw today they put him on the PUP list, which isn't great. But, um, yeah, if he can get back and he can get right, I'm excited for that right side. All right, so here are the team rankings, Bri, because we're having fun with this now. Sure. 
Uh, overall rating: Bucks at ninety-two, Bills at eighty-nine, Rams and Packers at eighty-eight, Ravens Chargers at eighty-seven. All right, Cowboys Chiefs at eighty-six, Niners at eighty-six, Eagles at eighty-five, Bengals at eighty-five, Cardinals at eighty-four, Browns at eighty-four. Now here's where I have the huge problem with the Browns at eighty-four. They have their offense ranked at an 87, all right? Mm-hmm. Bry, they have their defense ranked at an 80. That defense, for the last half of the season, carried, and I can say it because it's my show, carried that goddamn team all the way to where they were at because Baker couldn't do it. That defense kept them in every game. It what I looked at was a top five defense in the last half of that season. Now we had questions after the Chargers game because we didn't know what the hell that was, but they hunkered down. Joe Woods saved his job because I thought his job was on the line after the first few games, and then that defense gelled. Wow, I even put it out there. I think this could be a top five defense in the NFL, and I think this has the potential to be the top defense in the NFL this year. Your reason why I say that potential is we got to figure out what our defensive tackles. If we have one of these defensive tackles show up and show out, I think that this will be a top defense in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, they're just a defense tackle position. They're just throwing a bunch of bodies and hoping that a couple stick. Um, and certainly in the AFC North, you need to be strong up the middle. As, you know, their they're linebackers are kind of up and coming. They don't have, get a ton of respect, which they kind of have to earn it. But as far as, you know, how do you, how do you get to good quarterbacks? You put pressure on them, and you have good corners that can cover for three, four, five seconds. And I think the Browns have that. So I'm excited to, uh, to see them another year more mature in Joe Wood's system. I think they're better than they are next, last year. And, um, yeah, there's still a couple guys that can step up. Delpit, uh, <laughs> Johnson, uh, guys like that, Ronnie Harrison even. Um, you know, hopefully one more year in this system, they get more comfortable. And I, I agree, they could be a top five defense. And I think that's maybe where the Browns can grow the most is on defense because – People know how talented their offense is and, you know, maybe they're sleeping on the quarterback a little bit, but in all reality, if you think about it, what we saw last year with Baker Mayfield and, you know, him being hurt on top of that, thinking that uh, the the offense can be that much more dominant uh, than what they showed last year, I think is very exciting. And, you know, it's something that, uh, that I've just started getting excited about over the last week or so because it, it's starting to feel like the beginning of football season and you know where we can just start talking about football a little more and getting excited about how great this team could be. Uh, I think uh, people are sleeping on them in a major way, to be honest. Some people pick them to be fourth in the AFC North, which I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe. I know they're very talented teams in our division, but um. Yeah, I'm not scared of the Ravens. I'm not scared of the Bengals. Certainly not scared of the Steelers. If uh, if we can get a healthy team together, I think we're the better team. 
and we'll get into that next week when we break down the uh, training camp and everything. We'll do our uh, top three. Well, we'll do our top concerns of the this team. Top concerns of offense. You got your notes out? Yeah. Gotcha. Top, top concerns of offense. Top concerns of defense. All right. And then we will mm-hmm. go through and kind of pick apart this team, you know, position by position, Bri, because I think we really need to kind of look in depth of what we got going on, especially this year. And you know something? Just, God, can we just get a decision already, figure out what the hell is going on so that mm-hmm. we can just prepare ourselves? That's all I ask. I don't ask for much, Bri. Just, just bring it to me. If it's a year, I just need to know. I don't care anymore. I just want to know. It's like seeing the Christmas present underneath your tree. But you're not allowed to play with it yet. Can't even peek in. It's just sitting there. Just sitting there, Bri. And you're not allowed to touch it. Oh, Dad, it's past Christmas. It's April. Can't touch it, son. Can't touch it. You got to wait. Like, I, I mean, for me, I just want to find out a decision so we can stop talking about it. So we can stop hearing about it because it's just, well, it's been two, three months. It's, it seems like it's been almost an eternity, like every day. Somebody's coming out with a new report or somebody says, well, it's going to be today. Keep keep an eye on Twitter. Keep refreshing Twitter. It's going to be today. And I'm like, we've said this for weeks now. You know, let's move on, please. Well, hey, do you want to do our trivia right now, bud? I got trivia for you. All right, perfect. You know, it really sucks not having Vinny here right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, to keep an eye on you. Make sure you're not looking at your phone trying to look up the answer. I'm not even going to look. Up, I can't look up the answer. I got too much shit I got to click on this side. You got no phone? I got a phone, but I got, I'm trying to write for the next show. So I'm trying to, that's why I have your notes and I have my notes right now. So, I all right. So you. trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal. Get a hold of Papa V at curbappeal419.com for all your landscaping needs in Northwest Ohio. All right, Brian. Okay. So last year, um, during the Rams Super Bowl run, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford had 1,188 passing yards um, through that run, and that ranked second overall. Oh. Who number one for most passing yards in a single season playoff run? <sighs> After your first guess, I'll give you the year. I feel like you're trying to trick me. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh nope, he is not Ben. Ro- oh come on, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a trivia praising a Steelers quarterback. Oh no, you moved the picture away and put a plan up behind you. What is that? <laughs> my cousin, my cousin stayed over last Thursday night, so uh, she was up for the golf outing on Thursday. So I had to move right. that out. Although she is a Bengals fan, so um, what does it matter? Yeah, she might have appreciated that one. 
did you not tell her it's Big Brise Studios up here? Like, yes, yeah, so you've been keeping here, but this is Big Brise Studios. I had to tidy up. All right, all right. So it's not Big Ben. Uh, the year was 2011. 2011. Really doesn't help me at all, but all right. Is it a big name or is it a no name? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, you know. Is it, is it Tampa Brady? Nope. Nope. A. Aaron Rodgers. Nope, but he is in the NFC. Drew Brees. Nope. Jesus, how many NFC 2011? They oh. won the Super Bowl that year. Colin Kaepernick? No. The, young, the younger brother. Younger brother. Now you're really... All right, give it to me. I, I, I'm I drawing a blank. The other Manning. Oh, my God. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Yep. He's, Shut your he's face. 1,219 12, yards. Oh, good God. You know, Justin got it right out of the gate. Did he? Cam Newton, then we had a Wilson, Russell Wilson. Okay. Both very good guesses. The Russell Wilson, definitely. Yeah, I would have thought he'd been up there too. And Craig, Craig's kicking himself now. He goes, I was going to say that. Ah. It happens. All right, yeah, guys. Guess what? Time for Fat Boy. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. Now, and this up to me. All right. Because I'm still trying to figure it out. All right. Foods that are better home cooked yep. than at a restaurant. Yep. Elaborate. Um, so I was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago and I saw something on their menu that uh, was an appetizer, and you really don't see it on uh menus very often and i think it's because it's better homemade than a restaurant can do and okay. that was deviled eggs um i forget what restaurant it was but yeah had deviled eggs as an appetizer which you don't see very often um, we had them at foundry social i didn't have them oh i had them <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it was, was it foundry yeah maybe it was the foundry yeah the um, foundry social had them because I ordered them just because I wanted to try them, and I thought you tried one with me. No. How were they? Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. But see, I think my mother-in-law makes the best deviled eggs that I know. Um, my cousin makes really good ones, too. But, uh, yeah, so that got me thinking, like, because sometimes it's just like, well, we could go out to eat. I know my wife prefers, like, a steak over the grill here at our house than uh, to go out to a restaurant and pay 20 30 bucks for a decent one um so that yeah that got me thinking uh deviled eggs was the first one that came to mind um coleslaw my aunt makes probably the best coleslaw that i've ever had um met, better than any restaurant i've ever been to so i was just trying to pick your brain at you know okay. some things that you you your wife your mom somebody cool. cooks that uh that would be better than anything you ever ordered in the restaurant Bri, before we go further with this, I have to do it because Justin called me out on it. Ugh, I had a fatty fail. Uh-oh. I hit it twice. It's my fault, but Justin called me on it. Um, I have to go with James on this one. 
homemade chicken and noodles. You cannot go wrong with homemade chicken and noodles. If you do it okay. right. Oh, my God. Homemade chicken and noodles is the best. Now, Craig, lasagna is up there, too. I agree with you on lasagna. But there are some places here in Cleveland that have got some banging lasagna. And you got to go down to Little Italy to get those. Even uh, Mama Catina's. Mama Catina's got sure. some great lasagna. Sure. Um, let's see here. Salsa. Yes, there's. Unless you go, like, if you're going for salsa, you're going to an authentic Mexican restaurant where they actually do the salsa fresh right there. Because yeah. if, you, if you go somewhere else, they're just giving you chips and, like, jar of salsa, and you're like, what is this? No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, another one that I brought up, Bri, um, and it just because it's near and dear to my heart, you brought up a coleslaw. I don't think anybody makes it, but there's a there's a broccoli salad. It's like with the coleslaw dressing, it's got raisins and walnuts and bacon. Mm -hmm. I haven't found any, like when I'm thinking coleslaw, like some places have really good coleslaw. I'm not saying they don't, but when I'm thinking coleslaw, I'm thinking my grandmother's coleslaw. Like it's sweet. It's just, yeah, I'm with you on the coleslaw. Um, I'm also thinking, like, a lot of mine are, are sides, um, mac and cheese. I don't know if I've ever really had a great mac and cheese at any restaurant that uh, kind of tops homemade mac and cheese in the crock pot or something like that. Or maybe, you know, even something like, I know um, mashed potatoes, a lot of places have some great mashed potatoes, but I think to my aunt's mashed potatoes that she makes for Thanksgiving, I don't think I've ever had those topped by any restaurant. There's another one, meatloaf. Meatloaf's so better at home than it is at, yeah, because some places, oh, God, yeah, yeah, Craig, you got me there. Gotta go with meatloaf. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. Um, even sometimes, and I hate to say it, sometimes spaghetti. You get a spaghetti and meatball, sometimes it's better at home than it is out and about. Now, this is also because we went to like Olive Garden and just grabbed a quick one and, you know, is what it is. But, oh, yeah, KFC definitely has good mac and cheese. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had KFC's mac and cheese. Bri, they're making mac and cheese bowls. I suggest you oh, try Oh, really? They I are su- or they have done it already? No, they've done it already. Like, it's out right now. I suggest you go and get yourself a mac and cheese from... Give me a breakdown. What's on it? Well, they have it's they bring out their chicken tenders and bacon and like you can add barbecue sauce on or whatever. I'm not talking about like their mac and cheese reminds me of like, you know how you go in the store and you get the Bob Evans mac and cheese that you can nuke in the microwave. Yeah. That's so damn good. Reminds me of that. Better than Stouffer's? Well, he has Stouffer's on here. Stouffer's is really good too. He's right. And uh, Craig said those uh, KFC Famous Bowls are amazing. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had them, but I know they're very good. Yeah, you got to get the barbecue sauce over the gravy, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm fat. I kind of take both. Just mix I, it up. I agree. I'm glad you brought up uh, spaghetti because I agree with that take because um, uh, last, I want to say last September, we went to a really nice restaurant here in Medina called The Oaks, and I think I shouted them out. They're a great. It's a great atmosphere, but um, I ordered spaghetti from them just because nothing else was sounding good for me that day, and it was like uh, 
26 bucks. My wife's spaghetti is better than that times five and paid $26 for it. So yeah, spaghetti something. I mean, plain spaghetti, meat sauce. I don't know if it gets any better than homemade. Another thing, uh, goulash. Better homemade than it is. Even Sloppy Joe's. Let's just be honest. Sloppy Joe's sure. made at home. Oh, my God. Absolutely. All right. James said, at first, I thought the KFC bowl wouldn't fill me up. Boy, was I wrong. One bowl and I was good. Nice. Maybe I'll have to do that this week. I'm, I'm telling you, they're really good, Bri. Um, <laughs> trying to think what else that we could do. Same hot dogs. I mean, I, I'd say, you know, oh, a hot dog yeah. on a grill because there's not many places that you can go where you can get like a charred hot dog that I know. Now, hold on. Like, you're talking charred hot dog. Like, off the grill. Yep. Like, like you like your coffee. Yep. Without yep. a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Now, hold on. Ketchup on that thing or just mustard? Both. Uh, ketchup first and then mustard. If there's mustard there, I'll put spicy mustard on it, but ketchup's a must. Onions relish? Onions, if it's available. Cheese? If it's available, yeah. Chili? Same. All right. Well, you put it all in there. All. Have you- I mean, as long as it's not too much of a mess. I mean, I would, like I said, if there was, now there's a good idea. I should have like a, a party one of these nights and just have a hot dog bar. I don't know if I've ever been to a house party with a hot dog bar. Might as well have a hot dog bar. I mean, you got nacho cheese, jalapenos. You can put whatever you want on that. It's thing. always like a taco bar, but I don't know yeah. if I've ever, you know, is that too white trash for me? Would people like look down on me for that? Hell no. You can actually even call it the white trash party. Get some. Get some bush lattes and some, uh, you know, Keystone or whatever you guys drink and just have a good old time. What do you mean, you guys? What do you mean, you people? Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I drink Keystone <laughs> bush latte. Start going out the mullet, then I guess. <laughs> oh, my God, could you? Oh, by the way, all right, so next week, all right, we will be doing our show live at six o'clock. The following week, though, Bri, I will be in Nevada. All right. All right. So we will do a special, special show. Now, I will not have the equipment. I will have earbuds and my phone. All right. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the Natty Ice or Light. That is true. For sure. All right. But I will be in Vegas in two weeks. All right. With you? Is it going to come on? Who, Vinny? Yeah. Vinny cannot get time off of work to come with us. Oh, he's not going to Vegas? He's not going to Vegas. He's only got one day of vacation. That's it. you got to be kidding me. Tell him to get a different job. Well, he might come out for the weekend, maybe. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. But he will be with us next week here, I believe. I got to get a hold of him. Uh, mm-hmm. I asked him if he was coming on tonight, and he said he's too busy at work tonight to come on with us. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to do a uh, a Fatty in Vegas uh, show. Uh, it might not be a long one, Bri. It might be a half hour. Well, you guys might do a long one. Fatty might only be on there for a half an hour, depending on where I'm at what I'm doing. It'll be uh, like 4 o'clock out there. Yeah, I know. I might Maybe be eating. Oh, yeah, well, 
only so many hours in the day, and there's a lot of buffets out there. So I'm, I'm glad. And Justin asked if I could dress up for Elvis. Um, I cannot dress up as Elvis because I have another theme. I have a American flag speedo with a American flag bandana and yep. sunglasses. <clears throat> so, I'm supposed to eat after this, I guess not. Yeah, I bet not, because guess what? I'm going to be poolside floating up like a walrus. Just doing the backstroke, Bri. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Guardians? No, I don't want to talk about the Guardians. I don't want to talk about the Guardians. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last spot here, Bri. Let me, I got to click everything. Another fatty fail. Just give me a damn second. All right, we're getting into our top three sports TV shows. And I was going to do it last week, but we had a a lot of... uh, we weren't expecting Ken Carmen to stay on with us. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah. Uh, Craig, do not toy with me. If Soto joined the Cleveland Guardians, I have not gotten news yet. Don't toy with me. <laughs> All right. All right. So, are we doing like. Trivia shows, actual TV shows. What, you what tell me. I mean, I, I, I took it as, I guess it's however you want to interpret it, but I took it as, uh, you know, Sports Center, uh, First Take, whatever the shows, you know, radio, Colin Coward's radio show, Jim Rome show, okay. anything that's on TV that talks sports. Like, not a, you know, not a, everybody loves Raymond where he's a sports writer or something like that. Just All right. Well, I'll go. I'll, sports. I'll go first. Um, mm-hmm. My number three is the big noon kickoff. There, Fox has got a really good college football show right at the beginning, and I love I love hearing it, especially with you know your pretty boy Brady Quinn, uh, Liner, Reggie Bush. It's it's actually really good. And no, we're oh, not talking about those. Um, number two. Pardon the interruption. I love watching those two argue back and forth. I don't know what it is about it. Just hearing those. And, you know, my number one, Bri, Mike and Mike in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was watching Mike and Mike in the morning. And I'm so mm-hmm. sad that, that show left. That was one of the greatest ever. And I wish they would bring it back. I know it's not going to happen, but I love Mike and Mike in the morning. It was so... It was, you know, you're done with Sports Center after you watch it for the 45th time. You switch <laughs> over to Mike, Mike. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Brian, what about your top three? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it was kind of, I think it was the first, uh, the first radio show to be put on television, and now it seems like they all are. Um, and their their radio show now in the morning is okay, but yeah, it's not quite Mike and Mike. So, I'm probably with you there that that was a great one. Uh, um, well, I got three for you. My number three is, you know, I'm a big fantasy guy. So NFL Network has a show. I think it's every day during the season, like five o'clock mm-hmm. called NFL Fantasy Live. So I catch it a couple times a week. I try to anyways. Um, 
get the waiver wire pickups and all that stuff. Um, just it's a little different than everything else that you're hearing on the the TV throughout the week. So a different angle. That's my number three. My number two, you probably will not be surprised by this, but uh, every Saturday morning, it's only one day a week and it's only for a couple hours. I flip over to the SEC network and I watch Marty McGee. <laughs> like the hillbilly I am, which is funny because I'm not even a big NASCAR fan at all. And I never I never really listened to them. I always turned them off, thrown them to the side like they're NASCAR guys. So but man, I, it's appointment viewing for me. It's like every uh every Saturday. I'm up early if I'm working or uh just drinking a little bit of coffee sitting in my recliner. I watch them and just they talk shop. It's not even about the sports most of the time, but uh yeah, I enjoy that. So you're probably not surprised with that one. And then number one, it's like the it was the original um of it, these debate shows and everything. It's PTI and you know, you can't you can't beat a classic like that and they don't just yell at each other the entire time like some of these shows do now, but uh yeah, you can't beat that. Uh yes, Brian loves the SEC, Justin. He he's it's, but it, Marty, be, I mean, they're better than they're better than the Big Ten. I'm just honest about that. <laughs> For Marty McGee, though, I mean, Brian and I will look at each other one day at work and go, "Biscuits or cornbread," mm-hmm. and then right there shuts it down. We start giggling at each other. Oh, love it. Also, you got to throw in around the horn too. Around the horns actually kind of gets funny too. Yeah, it's gotten very liberal over the years. Yeah, it's it's very liberal. It's hard to watch for me now. Justin, I don't know why you do this at the end of our show every time. And I love, you know, so I'm just going to bring it up, Bri. You can't forget Debbie Does Dallas. Isn't that a sports show? If you want it to be, I've never seen it. Maybe it's about Cowboys. You tell me. I cannot scan, stand Skip and Shannon. Those two can just, I, I, uh. Skip Bayless, I mean, his his act ran out about 15 years ago when he was saying how terrible LeBron is. And I think I saw something that he has LeBron ranked ninth as the best uh, all-time greatest basketball player, ninth. Give me a break. I mean, how does it, how do people keep throwing money at him? He just he just comes up with ridiculous takes that go against the contrary. So because people click, Bry. That's why. I mean, people people. People get upset. People get angry. Angry is an emotion, so they have an emotional tides moment. That's all it is. I mean, he just—he can't believe the stuff that he says if he's halfway smart at all. Yeah, I know. All right, Brian, you want to close it down for this week? We got our show. Yeah, I'm ready. Like, um, I did keep your other topic in the archive for us. Sure, I got it. I got it mapped out here, so I'll just keep it for next well, week. Look at you. I mean, are you going to be doing our shows for the entire time coming up? Because that'd be awesome. I figured, I don't know. I, I figured uh, we could spice it up a little bit. So, I mean, you tell me whenever you, whenever you're struggling to come up with something, you let me know. All right, because I mean, you hit the topics I wanted to talk about. So I was like, "Go ahead, buddy. Like, let's do it." The only one was the food topic, and I was stuck on the food topic. And that kind of worked yeah. out because uh, loaf anywhere else besides home is trash. And I'll say it again. What, what, anything else but home? Meatloaf. Meatloaf, okay. Yeah, I probably agree with that. There's also a Debbie Does New Orleans. 
How have I not seen that? Yeah. All right. Time, God bless you. God bless America. Good Lord, Justin. You're bringing me into a whole... God bless you. All right. Uh, eyes gone. See ya. All right. I am that fat guy. We want to thank our troops and first responders for everything they do. Justin just kind of ended the show for us right there. Um, please tune in to our new Twitch channel. Like, subscribe, everything. Uh, we appreciate everybody that watches likes and everything um also catch us here soon live uh i think we'll be doing a live show after i get back from vegas so we'll get that all set up and uh love you guys guess what we're definitely uncorked unloading we're out see you